Hi, everyone. It is great to be back with you. My name is Chris Ashley, for those who are just following along for the first time. Um, and just some housekeeping things I like to get out of the way first. Please follow, subscribe, share. I am at Change Your Mind with Chris on most platforms on TikTok. I have 15,000 followers, which is crazy. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm gosh, on a podcast. So you can really find me everywhere. If you would follow along, that would mean so much to me. And if you head over to changeyourmind.changeyourreality.com, if you sign up for my newsletter, I will not spam you, but I will send you a free guide that is going to help you manifest the life of your dreams and get started doing it right away. And it is called Change Your Mind to Change Your Reality because that is the name of my book that is coming out very shortly now. I'm really excited I just got my 12th endorsement from an author today. Three authors who were in the movie The Secret endorsed my book. So lots of other best-selling authors, some of my favorite authors. So I'm, um, I'm feeling very blessed and very excited. And I can't wait to share that with you. So stay tuned for updates on that. Let's see. So today I want to do something a little bit different. So I spent the last week of my life in Maui, in Hawaii, at an Eckhart Tolle retreat. And it's funny, Eckhart Tolle wasn't necessarily a teacher that I had really read a lot. Um, I, I read part of The Power of Now years ago. I've since finished it before the retreat. Um, but it was really my brother-in-law who got us, got the whole family going. My in-laws went, my husband went. And I'm really blessed to have married into a family. They're my family now. Um, that's really spiritually minded and really open-minded. You know, it's great to be able to do things like yoga together. They come to my yoga classes. I own a yoga studio. I don't know if you know that. If you want to practice yoga with me, you can go to unitebyyoga.com. Um, so anyway, my brother-in-law, this will be quick, but he's amazing. He's 10 years younger than me. Uh, so he's in his late twenties and he meditates like four or five hours a day. He spends months each year meditating, um, with monks in the Himalayas at a monastery. So he's really tuned in. He's on the path and he was really inspired by Eckhart. So he kind of got us all going and it was a really beautiful trip and I'm really grateful to have gone. And I don't know if you can sense the change in my energy, but I am just feeling so peaceful and so relaxed and blissed out. And it's just, oh, I just want to like bottle this feeling and I'm going to really make a conscious effort to stay in this mindset and keep bringing this state of being with me. And that's what I wanted to talk to you all about today because the whole retreat was about being versus doing, right? I think it was called the depths of being. And the depths was really perfect because we were right on the ocean. And <clears throat> yeah, you know, there's, there's people who are constant doers and they never really just be, right? Being meaning not necessarily just sitting and not doing anything, but just being really present, really aware, really conscious and awakened in the present moment with every little task that you do having intention with everything. And then there's people on the other side of the spectrum. And Eckhart was kind of joking that like he's too far on the being side. And sometimes it's hard for him to actually do things he knows he, he could do or he should do. So there's definitely a balance there, but we live in this 
this society, most of us anyway, that is really leaning far towards the doing side. And so many people are stressed out and getting sick because of it. And um, they're missing out on the present moment, right? Because they're so focused on the present or pardon, they're so focused on the future. They're so focused on getting to the next place, right? They're missing the journey. And the journey is where all the growth happens. The journey is the beautiful part. And the journey is the present moment, right? They're missing the present moment. Because, you know, I, I won't go into all time. Time isn't linear because that's just not related to effort. And I've talked about that quite a bit. And I have tons of TikTok videos on that too. But <laughs> just to sum it up, time isn't linear. And <clears throat> our, our past lives are really parallel lives. So, you know, everything that's happening in the past and the present and the future. It's all one, right? There's really only one time, the true time that there is, and that's the present moment. And Dolores Cannon talks about this. A Course in Miracles talks about this. And I love that Eckhart was um, talking about A Course in Miracles so much because I've been studying it myself. And it's so profound. And if you want a really great book on the A Course in Miracles, just to really make it easy and bring it down to earth for you, one of my hands down favorite books ever is called A Course in Miracles Made Easy by Alan Cohen. It is phenomenal. So go check that out. All right. So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about a couple of things that I learned or that Eckhart said that really struck a chord with me and really um, kind of made things click because, you know, you can hear the same thing over over and over again from different teachers and even from the same teacher. But then there's that one time that it just clicks and it falls into place and it makes sense. And you're able to hear it, right? Because people might've been saying it all along, but you just couldn't hear it. And I used to tell people that when I, I used to teach yoga teacher trainings or run yoga teacher trainings, where I taught people how to teach yoga. And I would say that too, it'd be like, you know, someone might hear you say this cue and they might hear 50 other teachers say this cue and it's not going to click until like one, that one time, right? Or it, there's that one time that it really clicks and then they make that alignment in their body and all of a sudden everything kind of falls into place for them in that pose. So uh, don't be afraid to say things that others are saying because your unique way of saying it, your unique energy might get through in a way that uh, no one else is could for that person. So, you know, just because something has been done is out there, has been said, doesn't mean that even if it's been said a million times before, it doesn't mean that your voice, this is on, right? Your voice out there doesn't matter as well. So Eckhart talked about, you know, we all know what lucid dreaming is, right? And I guess if you don't know what lucid dreaming is, it is being aware that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. And another phenomenal recommendation, it's a movie, a film really, um, Oh gosh, now it's escaping my mind. I literally just had to pause this and look up what one of my favorite films is called because I'm just, I'm just in such a daze. Um, it's called Waking Life, Waking Life. So it's, it's animated, it's phenomenal, and it's about lucid dreaming. And it just also is very philosophical. So it goes like deep in some places, but it's really beautiful you know what? I'm going to read you one of my favorite quotes from it too, because I read this at the end of yoga classes sometimes, and it's just really beautiful. 
So a man says <clears throat> to the main character, hey, are you a dreamer? And the character says, yeah. And the man says, I've been seeing too many of you around lately. Things have been tough lately for dreamers. They say dreaming is dead. No one does it anymore. It's not dead. It's just that it's been forgotten, removed from our language. Nobody teaches it, so nobody knows it exists. The dreamer is banished to obscurity. Well, I'm trying to change all that, and I hope you are too. By dreaming every day, dreaming with our hands and dreaming with our minds, our planet is facing the greatest problems it's ever faced ever. So whatever you do, don't be bored. This is absolutely the most exciting time we could have possibly hoped to be alive. And things are just starting. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything that I'm going to talk about, but I just really love that quote. So I want to share it with you. <sighs> okay. So lucid dreaming is dreaming and being aware that you're dreaming. So it's only happened to me twice before actually, but in the dream, it's like, I've realized I'm dreaming. I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm dreaming. I might as well do something crazy. So let's go skydiving. That's what I did the last time. And I had my dog with me and we went skydiving together and because I knew it was okay and it was safe and I was dreaming. And there, you can watch tons of YouTube videos on like tricks to help you lose a dream. I think a lot of it is um, kind of getting yourself in the right mindset before bed and maybe a little bit of uh, mantras before bed. Whatever it is, there's people out there that specialize that. But Eckhart was talking about lucid living. And I love that concept so much because even though we're, we're quote unquote awake right now, so many people, most of the planet is going through life totally asleep, right? They're not aware. They're not present. They're unconscious, spiritually speaking, unconscious. And so this whole retreat was about becoming aware and really being present and being present to the, to fully in the present moment. Now, one of the things that he specifically said that really, really uh, rang, rang true to me, struck a chord with me and really helped me was that you can say, I have no thoughts about this and I've been doing it all week and it is amazing how powerful it is. So if you catch yourself kind of wrapped up in that rat race of stress of your mind, just like this freight train, just charging forward at a million miles per hour of thinking of all of these things of reliving past situations of projecting yourself into future situations of just, just, just thinking stream of consciousness, thinking you can just stop. You can just stop and you can say to yourself, I have no thoughts about this. And it's amazing because it just clears everything out of your mind. And then when your mind is just blank like that, when you truly have no thoughts, there's nothing but silence and stillness there. Then you're able to really be fully present to what's going on around you and within you in the moment. It brings you into the present moment. It is it is fantastic. And it is something that I'm going to take with me the rest of my life and keep practicing and keep using. And yesterday I flew back from Hawaii where the retreat was. And 
I was at the airport. My husband and I were at the airport and I could just see like chaos happening all around me, right? People were rushing around. They were like, everyone was on their phones. It's crazy. If you ever just like stop in public and look around, like everyone's on their phones, right? Um, and you know, people were talking and they were eating and they were, they were doing whatever they were, they were doing. They were rushing around. They looked stressed. It was just like chaos around. It was like standing in the eye of the storm, but like watching the tornado happening around me. But even though I was able to see all that, I felt so unattached to it. Like there was this very specific distance between me and it, between me and all that chaos. And I just felt so calm and so peaceful and just so relaxed and just like, oh, I just felt like a puddle. Like my arms were just like wet noodles. Like they were heavy. It was so nice because I carry my tension in my shoulders a lot. And it was just like so nice to just have everything just like heavy and loose and you know, I was observing everything that was going on around me, but like, not really because it didn't matter. Right. I wasn't observing it. Like I was watching a movie or something because I wasn't like drawn into the story. If that makes sense. I was noticing it, I guess is a better word, but I wasn't, I wasn't like attached to it in any kind of way. And it like, just didn't matter to me. Um, like I had no thoughts about it. Like I truly had no thoughts about it. And I was just, just kind of like sitting there being present, like watching all this happen and just having no thoughts about it. And it was okay. And our flight was delayed like almost an hour and people were getting all antsy and you could like kind of see them getting restless. And like, I just, it, it, I didn't even notice until like, they made an announcement that was like, apologies for the long delay. We're going to start boarding now. And I was like, Oh, it's 50 minutes later because I was just like, so immersed in being and it didn't matter. And Eckhart, Eckhart told this great little story of this man works super hard for 45 years. And his plan is to like, go to Hawaii and sit under a palm tree and drink a cocktail and retire. And like, he works his whole life to do that. And then he gets there and he's under his palm tree and he's got his cocktail. And then he's just kind of looking around like, okay, now what? Right? Cause it's like, he was spending, spending so much of his energy, all of his energy on that future scene. And he was rushing to get there and he was working hard. He was busting his ass and he was stressing. And then he got there and it's like, he didn't know how to just be right. He was like, okay, what's the next thing now? And it just reminded me, my husband told me this story about his best friend, um, had this uncle and he worked super, super hard his whole life. He, he worked really, really hard. He, um, hustled. He was always stressed and he retired at 50, which is phenomenal, right? He retired at 50 years old and he had like all this money and he was like, I'm going to enjoy the second half of my life. And then he went on his first vacation, had a heart attack at that vac- on that vacation and died. And that is a true story. And it's just like, wow, what a lesson what a life lesson his guides are going to go over with him right on the other side of the veil because it's, that's not what life is about. We weren't put here as humans to like live in this rat race and, 
get stuck in this spin cycle of eat, sleep, wake, entertainment, work, bed, right? Like that's not living, right? That's not lucid living anyway. And like, you can still work, right? Like we have to still work. Most of us have to still work, but you can really bring presence and awareness into whatever action you're taking. So it's about staying in the present moment, even if you're answering emails. And I found today that I was answering, I had all these emails to catch up on and I was responding to them in a much more compassionate way. And, and I just noticed that about myself. And like, you can bring that presence and awareness into your work. You can still do your work and there might be intensity at moments, but there's not stress, right? And that's the difference because you're staying centered, you're staying grounded, you're being, and you're really being in the present moment because presence needs to come into your daily life. And it's not just when you're doing some specific activity, right? Like yoga or meditation, because that's another thing Eckhart was saying is it's like so many people will be like, Oh my God, I'm so stressed. I need to like meditate or I need to go for a walk or I need to practice yoga or I need to go lift weights or like whatever it is. And then they do that activity and they feel really good. And then they're like, okay, I feel good now. I've de-stressed. Now I'm just going to go back. And then they go back to their stressful, stressful state of mind. And it, it doesn't carry over, right? Because they're still being really unconscious. So we want to bring that presence and that awareness and that consciousness and that state of being into everything you do, right? Not just some specific activity. And I think the last thing that really, really um, made an impact on me, and it sounds so obvious, was, you know, when you're bored, don't just scroll mindlessly through your phone. Like we totally unplugged. Like we answered text messages, um, answered like an email or two, not really. but that was pretty much it. And it was so nice to just like, I left my phone in my, my hotel room for pretty much all the week. And like, I barely took any photos and it was so nice to just unplug. And it's like, it's so true. It's like the moment you're bored, you can't just be bored, right? You can't just sit and be in the present moment and just be right. You don't have that state of being, you always have to be doing something and you get so uncomfortable in your boredness But the second you're bored, you reach for your phone and you start scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through TikTok or looking at Reddit or whatever it is you do on there. Even if there's nothing on there specifically that like you need to see. And I I think a lot of it too is like looking at specific content, right? Because my husband and I always laugh. Like when I open my Facebook or my TikTok or my Instagram, I see very curated content, right? Everything is either like very spiritual um, or it's like very much about nature or it's just like animal stuff because I'm a huge animal lover. Things that bring me joy, things that help me learn and help me grow and feel good. And when he opens his feed, he sees like his friends' lives and maybe some business stuff, maybe some crypto stuff. I don't know what's going on on his TikTok, whatever. (laughs) So, you know, it's just a very different experience. But even so, it was so nice for me to just sit because I'm guilty of it too. Like just picking up my phone as a habit and scrolling. And it's just when you're, when you're away from it, 
and you just practice being. And for us, it was easy because we could look out for the ocean, right? And the palm trees and hear the birds. But you can bring that state of awareness and that sense of beauty into your everyday life and just notice the beauty around you because there's so much beauty in the world that we just miss because we are staring at these stupid these stupid little devices, right? Um, and it's just so toxic. Like it's, it really affects your mood and it affects your mental health. Even if, even if it's not like, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm putting myself out there. So I'll sometimes get like really nasty comments. It doesn't happen often. Like typically the people that are meant to find my content, make their way to me. But every once in a while, there'll be some like someone that's just angry and upset and sad with their life. And they just, they feel the need to lash out at someone online. And it's like, you can't let that stuff get to you. Right. Because that's about that person and not you. But even if you're not seeing any of that, it still can like mess with your mental health and mess with your mood and your mindset. Um, And it's also those little like dopamine hits, right? Those little like pings of dopamine. If you get a like, if you get someone viewing your story, like whatever it is, right? Like, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people post content. You're probably guilty of this as well. I have been too in the past of posting something to see how many likes you get or, or maybe not. That's not the purpose of posting it, but you have to admit that when you get those little notifications that someone liked or commented on it, it feels good to you, right? You feel seen, you feel heard, you feel validated, you feel maybe attractive, whatever it is. Um, and that's, that's really unhealthy, right? If we actually look at that, that like you are tying your validation, we are all tying our validation to external factors, right? To, to strangers or, or people we know in our lives through this device. So it's so nice to just like set it aside and not get wrapped up in it. And that's not to say like, you can't use social media, but like bring presence into it, bring awareness in it, know why you're doing it and like limit your time on it for sure. Oh, cause that's energy, right? It's still an energy exchange with people. And when you exchange energies with people like they can drain you right they can suck you into their vortexes right so you have to you you have to have boundaries up but yeah i have no thoughts about this thank you eckhart for a beautiful weekend or a beautiful week um thank you everyone for listening please like subscribe share buy my book when it's out sign up for my newsletter at change your mind to change your reality.com for any updates, you won't, won't, you will not get spammed, but I'll send you that gift that's going to help you create your dream life. And I will see you all soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day.